now we will begin the dance. This is the drums dance. Let's get let's get started. That's a big fight. Big big podcast. Big big spear. Big spear. Big dragon. Big dragon. Hello and welcome once again <laughs> to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host Eddie Colazzo, also known as Amish Puerto Rican, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm your lore master, Brooks Oglesby, and I'm here to answer any questions about the lore you have. Hey, what the fuck um, happened? <laughs> Well, Arya and Sansa always hated each other, and um, Arya loves to threaten to murder her sister. Oh, but, wow. It sure is Sunday night, and we just watched Game of Thrones, and we're talking about it. Yeah, it sure The, the eclipse is tomorrow. Yeah. I can't big wait, eclipse. I can't wait to see it. And um, Speaking of eclipses, um, I think IMDb might, their existing best episode might be eclipsed by this, by this one that we just watched on big fight that we just watched on a sunday august 20th yeah remember um a couple days ago when it was uh thursday yeah yeah i remember and um and then it was the weekend and we had a fun weekend I'm trying to think of all the funny things that Donald Trump has done in the last 3 days now that it's sunday this this is this is going to be dated immediately after it don't don't do that. You're gonna. You're yeah. gonna you're, they're gonna know. Uh, we watched. We both sat down together and held hands and watched on TV that uh, had HBO on it. And we watched this episode. It's season seven. Jesus, episode six. And right, I can't now, believe Lin Manuel Miranda is the president now. Weird. Um, this right now it says this episode is called Beyond the Wall, but like two days ago it was like Death is Bad. And yeah, so somewhere, in, and somewhere else it was called like Dragon Fire or something. So this episode is named everything and nothing at once. This episode is called That's Me Uncle Benjamin. Yep, it is. Um what what the what did what did you think of it? It felt not as I didn't like it. Yeah, I did. Let's just let's just put it all out on the table. Just see what I mean when it comes down to it. It's Sunday night, it's the Sabbath, and I'm not gonna lie, because it's the Sabbath today, mm-hmm. and not Thursday, and it was, I didn't like it. it I thought would, even... It would have been fine. I would no. have ex- ex- I would have accepted it for what it was, if uh-huh. the Sansa and Arya shit wasn't in it. It was very weird. It, um, I felt like I was watching something else. Like, I know what I've come to expect from this show, and that was something entirely off the rails. Yeah, it was kind of... It was a ten times worse situation of what it felt like to read read a dance with dragons, and because it's so much like the Northern Theater and Essos, and then you get like one Jamie chapter, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like oh weird, okay, um, but that's good. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, to whereas really see. Uh, there are uh, one two, there are seven episodes of Game of Thrones left, and Jamie still loves his sister. Jamie still just remember that big loves his sister. It's loving incest watch, and it's still good to go. Still, yes, uh, we have reports. Jamie still loves his sister. It's seven episodes to go. Um, yeah, dragons have been born. Dragons have died, and in that span, Jamie still loves his sister. Yeah. Some, some, you know what they say. Some, the more things change, the more, the more they stay the same. 
I didn't think this one was even as good as the other battle episodes. Which ones? Like Hard well, Hardem? Hardem? There were there were four this season, right? Because there yeah. was there was the big there's Scary Boat Ironborn fight. Uh huh. Um, there was the one that happened in Tyrion's Mind Palace where they um, sacked Casterly Rock or whatever. Yeah, that was three separate battles episodes. In one. And then Jamie just kind of walked through High Garden because everybody in. Uh, uh, every, there's no Tyrell army. Tyrells now. Are, are flowers. They don't fight. We know that. They're flowers. They're, um, remember when Marjorie drew dick butt? And then <laughs> there was what happened last episode? There was, oh, there was the Field of Fire dragon, big, brawn, big gun. Mm-hmm. And killed two, two dads, two boys, with fire. Yeah, there were just, I don't know, this one had some, uh, some pacing issues, I would say. Seems like only four days ago we watched that episode, and now here we are. Gendry's just so fast. He's such a good runner. He's very fast. Uh, this this episode was uh, directed by Alan Taylor and was written. Do you want to take a guess? I think it was by the Good Boys. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa! No, that was last episode. To to be announced. This episode was directed. Wait, what episode are we up to? This is the sixth one. Sixth episode, directed by Alan Taylor, written by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. You can tell because there are several conversations about dicks in it. Um, you're worrying me. Who's the finale written by? It's T- TBA. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, um, directed by Jeremy Padezwa. Who also this is, did, uh... they write, they write the show like South Park, and it's every week they're just like, okay, a whole new writing, let's do it. Yep, let's change it up. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, God, we really gotta figure out, uh, how to get Jamie to not like his sister. I, it would be so funny if it was like South Park and they didn't do the episode till like five days before it was supposed to come out, and that's supposed to be like a good thing that makes you like them. Yeah, it's it's talent. It's talent, and that makes every episode good. Uh huh. Um, how the fuck does it start? But when I tell my when I tell my academic advisor that I write all my papers the night before, then etc. Jokes. I tell my academic advisor. My advisor when I'm I'm advised. <laughs> what has it has the start? So this episode starts with just there. There's the cameraman is still in Dragonstone um, mm-hmm. randomly, and there's a big sweeping shot of the big table map, and it pans up beyond the wall so that the idiot audience knows that we're behind the wall now. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so the main characters and not ghosts, and that's it, except for the scouts that didn't leave with them but are there, so that people can die are there. Yeah, and they're all walking. And this episode, hey, I forgot about the first half hour of this episode, mm-hmm. but. You know, how every, you know how the only thing that people can write on the show is, like, the bro trip thing? Yeah. Where it's, like, two two bros going out this into was the like, world? This was, like, three nested bro trips. Yeah, I think, like, every every pair of bros talk to each other at one point. About dicks. About di- Oh, that was so funny. I can't wait. We should skip to that. So funny. So funny. But, uh, so Gendry's like, I've never seen snow before, and luckily I'm still the fastest man in the world, and I'll have no problem running, mm-hmm. uh, miles and miles in the snow. And then, hey, yeah, the first conversation of this episode's bad, isn't it, huh? Yeah. Because Tormund's like, it's nice. And then, um, John's like, you've never been south. And then Tormund says, I've been to Winterfell. And then John says, that's the north. And then it, may, it makes a fart sound. And remember... In like the second book, when John learns a really important lesson from Egret about perspective, yeah, uh, the conversation about like everything north of south of the wall is it's the south, south to us. Yeah, remember that. And then John like carries Egret's memory in his mind every episode. Hey, remember every- how John is the fucking king of the north and hasn't spent ten minutes there? King? 
should be in North. King should be in North. And also, I'm beginning to see the only only reason they even... It's even a more cynical reason to make John King of Northern. It's because he could be gone the whole time, and that means more drama for Sansa. Sansa drama? Yeah. Salsa Starch. Salsa Starch has a... Did you know she likes to wear pretty dresses? Did you know that about Salsa Starch? She loves um, knitting, and she uh, hates... um, her sister. And, she and wants they to, and love she to threaten to, to kiss, murder each other. She wants to kiss Joffrey on the mouth seven years after his death. Um, what I love to do is when I'm, like, searching through a bag and I find a bunch of fucking human skin faces, I love to just touch them and hold them. And, and look at them. Just be, like, a little bit weirded out, but still, like, touching it. And uh, just love to be mildly curious about all of these disembodied faces. Hey, what's these? You will never know what these are. Only a faceless man may know. I was an archer once. Mm. Wasn't what I was asking. <laughs> so, Tormund is like, I survived by fighting and fucking, and then he, he makes some... He makes a joke about... Like, they're like, there's no women beyond the wall. And then Tormund looks at Gendry and is like, we'll have to make do with what we got. And is this guy's character just like funny sexual predator? He is, like, when I when you see Tormund, Giants Man, the, the hotel salesman, and you look at him, <laughs> and his funny face, and the funny eyes he makes, and he's always just saying sex things that no one likes, and you just think he's so funny. He eats hot peppers, and... He eats hot peppers, and... he eat, No, he eats very cold peppers, and that makes him tell cool <laughs> jokes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then Tormund says, hey, John, you're really a hypocrite and um, really stupid uh, for not bending the knee. Um, And then also having, like, Mance Raider killed for not bending the knee. And then John is silent for five seconds so that the writers don't have to come up with an explanation. It's good when you think about it. Yeah. And then then Tormund says, man, Mance was a good guy. How many people died with his pride? And this, they just always do this once an episode, I've noticed. Where they just end a scene by randomly saying that a character had too much pride and it caused people to die, but the wildlings were already... I missed season five, Eddie. When you missed season five? Yeah, because, I mean, Mance was there briefly. Yeah, true. And because they're already fucking retconning it, it's like, Mance didn't... Remember People when... died because Mance wouldn't kneel. They all went through the wall. Remember when Brian Cogman wrote Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken? Never mind, I don't miss season five anymore. <laughs> Great work from Brian Cogman. Great work from Brian Cogman. What's the... Oh yeah, then there's another brooch. The Thoros and Gendry decide that it's their turn to talk while the others move in silence. And Thoros is like, are you still mad about getting, um... Having, like, that horrific, traumatic experience with Melisandre? Are you mad about the time when, a, like... Demon witch put leeches on your dick to get your king's blood, you pussy. And he's like, it was like the most horrible thing that's ever happened to me. And then Sandra's like, sounds nice. Yeah, Sandra's like, what are you, gay? And remember when he had the whole thing that he ate a chicken? Remember when Sandor Clegane, he became a Christian because he saw a skeleton? (laughs) And then he dug a grave? And now he doesn't like it? Even when we watched this live um, on August 20th, uh, 2017 at 9 p.m. when it comes on HBO television, Kim was like, "What was the point of him doing that stuff if he's just like, like, why was he a god man?" 
if he's still oh. just the hound and says like cunt and like kills people. <laughs> funny says says the c word twice in this episode. So funny. Um, I actually, unironically, I have. It's very ham-fisted, but I actually do appreciate that they're taking even a moment at this point to unpack what these characters mean to each other. Yeah. Um, like how John and Jorah talk about, like, how Gior and Ned, like, were kind of surrogate, like, like they had important relationships with each other. Um, and that, But then, like, would be cool to have that anywhere else. But, like, hey, you're actually t- making characters talk to each other instead of saying, why would you want John and Davos to be on a boat? What would they talk about? Um, boring. It might just be me being too cynical, but there was the scene when John is like, "It's long claw, it's your father's yeah, sword." Yeah, that's right up next. And then Joy's like, "It's it's my not for my father to give whatever." But the like, obvi- I knew he wasn't going to take it. But the whole time, I'm of thinking course. like, it's just so John can use it to kill more zombies. It's cool. Like that's the only. There's no thematic reason. If, if what if Joy was actually like, okay. <laughs> like I'd love to have my mm, nom, 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 nom. don't mind if I do ancestral sword ooh and I'm gonna t- look I even bought a nice little bear to put on the bottom you can take this and then this John wolf. and then John was like don't worry take it and then he pulls out Heartsbane <laughs> I have another one <laughs> <laughs> Sam sent it on a raven for me uh-huh. uh so yeah John Jorah's like I I don't want to take this sword and then Jorah says hey John Save it for your children, wink, wink. Nice. Have, you're gonna have... Khaleesi. You're gonna have Khaleesi babies. Uh, when the sun sets in the west, east, rises in the east, sets in the what? Boys in the band order, boat set. <laughs> no! Anyway, she's, she can't have babies, it's a joke. Thank you. Yeah, baby. So then we, speaking of good, we go to Winterfell and Arya's looking off a balcony and then Sansa comes up behind her and Arya never turns around because she knows that it's Sansa like, and she I, starts doing a monologue. I was like, was I hallucinating this? Like, I actually feel like I had an aneurysm and this is like, like, th- this didn't really happen. No, yeah, this was like some Black Mirror shit where I'm actually in like a nursing home and I'm, be- I'm attached to a machine that gives me bad memories my entire life. Well, so... Arya comes up with the, like that letter from season one, right? Well, first she's like looking at the archery grounds, and then she's like, "Father used to watch us up here. You wouldn't remember because you were knitting all the time." And then she starts vomiting very slowly in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, yeah, she full she monologues about archery for a full minute, um, which I guess she just like does all the time. And then sometimes people are behind her, and sometimes they're not. And she concludes, like, hey, I realize that it's not bad to do archery. It's bad to have rules preventing women from doing archery, um, which is, like, a cool commentary on the patriarchy. And now that it's Sunday that we're recording this, mm-hmm. and I've already read all of the think pieces about how Arya is a great feminist character, mm-hmm. I've, I've already had time to be mad about it, and I'm not dreading it on Thursday all week for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good to critique patriarchy, but then 20 seconds earlier be like, Hey, knitting uh, is bad. Arya says Sansa likes to wear pretty dresses at least three times in this episode. Specifically the phrase pretty dresses. Uh Uh-huh. And then she says that Ned died because of the Lannisters and also with your help. Mm. What? What? What do you mean? Remember last episode when they reunited and it was nice? It wasn't, actually. 
it was, it was, but it was, it, they didn't have time to write the nice reading mm-hmm. and stuff, but they did, they're doing it now. Mm-hmm. And Sansa explains that like, Hey, she was a child and she was told that it was the only way to save Ned. And she was like under duress. And Arya's like, you were stupid enough to believe it, idiot. And we're definitely supposed to sympathize with Arya 100% in the scene. Yeah, because Arya was like, if that was me, I would have stopped it and did something. I was there and saw it happen. So then Sansa's like, wait, so you were there and you saw it happen and you didn't stop it, huh? Weird how that worked out. And, like, Sansa is, like, framed like the bad guy. Yeah, she's like, she, I mean, she killed Ramsay, badass, cool, but. Like, she makes a point against Arya, like, her own, she, like, used brain genius logic on, against her, and then Sansa's the bad one. Um, yeah, and she says, like, Sansa says that, like, Arya should be on her knees thanking her, Sansa going chapo, and then she <clears> points out that, like, the Knights of the Vale won Battle of the Bastards, and Jon lost it, which is a cool, true thing that should have came up at the end of season six. It is, uh, but also, like, it's, like, it's only true because they wrote the script that way. You know what I mean? True. Like, like they're just going back and seeing, like, well, how did we fuck this up? Let's write that in. Like, let's, um, like, how did we get ourselves into this scenario? Okay, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, make sure she says. Yeah, that's that. what happened. Um, so, San- one thing you gotta <clears throat> one thing you gotta know about Sansa Stark um, is that she likes to brag about how her trauma is worse than everybody else and how nobody else would be able to survive it. Because mm-hmm. she's like, Arya, you would have never survived if I survived. And Ari's like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, and she says, I can't even. And then Sansa comes in late with Starbucks, and it's funny. It's so funny. So, oh yeah, then Arya's like, hey, how do you think Liana Mor- do you think Liana Mormont, the cool, badass, epic meme character, um, would be okay with you being just a child, even though she's younger than you, and she's badass, and um, she has a bubble around her where the patriarchy doesn't affect her. <laughs> so basically, like, because I don't know if we're getting across like what's actually happening in this scene because we hate it so much. But basically, Arya finds <laughs> the letter, point. finds the letter that Sansa wrote in season one, which Littlefinger had somehow and hid it in his bed, and she found it. And Arya is basically threatening, like, either to kill Sansa uh-huh. or to tell all the Northern Lords that she wrote a letter saying "Bend the knee, Rob, go on Chapo." Six years ago. As if, like, she hasn't already married a Lannister and a Bolton. Like, they, that's definitely, like... They don't think that she married Tyrion for love. And last episode, they were just saying, like, how good Sansa is. Like, and how, how they wanted to kill Jon and overthrow him and how he should be in the North, because... He should come back and re- they should start calling him the king beyond them. Re- remember when last episode Arya wanted to kill every northern lord who, like, farted too loud in the Great Hall, but now she wants all of them to betray Sansa for no reason? What if Wyman Manderly farted? It would be, like, really good if you asked me. <laughs> I think so. It would be really funny. You'd just be, like, eating food and you'd be like, I, 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 I dine really, with Simon. I really relate to Wyman Manderly because whenever I don't want to do something, I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And then I just, <laughs> like, go away for a half hour. And then you behead a fake guy and put an onion in his mouth and then you tell everybody that you killed Davos. Yeah, it's good. Also, I just want to mention that um, they're outside on this balcony, and there are there are snow flurries. Mm-hmm. It's it's winter. It's winter. Remember? It's winter. It's it's starting to be. It's there's seven episodes of Game of Thrones left, and they've been saying winter is here for like eight seasons. Um, Remember and, how it isn't even winter during a Dance with Dragons, and win- and like Winterfell is like destroyed with snow. Yeah, like, Northmen can't move at all, and there's feet of snow in King's Landing. Uh-huh. Um, 
but um, at Winterfell, it's kind of—it's not even snowing all the time beyond the wall. Yeah, we get like cool shots there's, of Iceland or wherever they there's are. There's liquid water still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. The, a, a plot point of this episode involves liquid water not being frozen. Yeah, there's just a thin layer of like Mr. Deeds, Winona Ryder, Adam Sandler water. I'm gonna just gloss over that. Not even diving into it. It's, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's other examples in media of, like, um, frozen lakes, but they, they made it famous. Uh, yeah, Mr. Deeds. And then Adam Sandler uses his funny, um, foot that is, is bad to he, look at. Oh, yeah, he has, like, a, like, a black foot. And Winona, yeah, Winona Ryder's, like, drowning under the ice, um, and Adam Sandler's, like, he's sad about how she lied, and then, um... Winona Ryder is just trapped under the ice, and you get a shot of her mouthing, I'm so sorry for the Saks Fifth Avenue thing. Can I please have my career back? And um, and then Adam Sandler's like, just wait, Stranger Things, you're coming back. Ten more years, you got it. <laughs> and we, now Winona Ryder's back, Stranger yeah, Things season two. Hey, what is the prophecy? The dragon has three heads. Yeah. yeah. Three Sandlers, you will know. <laughs> if, so, I look, uh, if I look to Sandler, I am lost. <laughs> I fucking love Adam Sandler. So we're back beyond the wall, and then Tormund says, Hey, Sandor, it's our turn to talk. And, uh, oh, Tormund does Sandor's entire redemption arc for him. Because mm-hmm. Tormund read a feast for crows. And he mm-hmm. says, Hey, bud, I don't think you're really mean. I think that you're sad, and I think that Gregor Clegane threw you into the fire. And, um, <laughs> and he, he says, You have very sad eyes. No homo. Um, do you want me? I have the entire. I have the funny section of this conversation. I have it written out verbatim. Do you, do you have? Can you copy it? and paste it, and we can like act it out? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, put, put it. In yeah, the which chat. one do you want to be? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be Tormund. Okay, I'll be Sandor because he has the first line. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he says that he has sad eyes, and then Sandor says, "You want to suck my dick? Is that it?" Dick. Cock. Ah, dick. I like it. <laughs> I bet you do. Nope, pussy for me. I have a beauty waiting back for me at Winterfell. That's a really good Tormund voice. Thank you. I, I didn't practice. That just happened. It's, it's pretty good. It's good. It was a pretty good. It was a pretty good Tormund. That was pretty good Tormund. <laughs> good Tormund. Um, yeah, that's the actual conversation they have. They they talk about how Dick and Cock and are and then they take they take another five minutes and Torm they fucking play Guess Who and Sandor's like, does she have yellow hair? And Tormund's like, yes, she does. <laughs> and then they both know Brienne is the thing. Uh-huh, yeah, giant woman. Um, and then funny Tormund is, thinks that Brienne likes him <laughs> and wants to impregnate her. Funny Tormund eat a Pepsi. Funny Tormund eat a Pepsi. And so he's, like, funny, like, extremely um, bad implications. Tormund is like, oh, Brienne is extremely into me, and she looks at me nice all the time, and I'm going to impregnate her and make giant children. Um so like cool character that and everybody is, can love. And there's like, does she does she look at you like she's gonna kill you? And he's like, yeah, it gives me a fucking huge boner, dude. Yeah, it's, and then um, Sandor says, um, <laughs> "Dick, what? What? I can't believe this. Just like, what's worse, happy shitting or nope, pussy for me? <laughs> pussy for me? Pussy for me? Oh, God. It's yeah. I miss I miss bad pussy." I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> Remember when it was an outlier? And I was like, oh, wow, that's that's a really... That, that stands out as bad dialogue. Ah, dick. I like it. I like it. I, I like bet the you it. do. <laughs> I like the it. God. Hey, 
Remember when they had um, the only out gay character on the show tortured before he got exploded for no reason? T- tortured for, like, several seasons before explicitly having a knife in his head, and then he blew up to death? Yeah. Hey, remember when the High Sparrow used the surge of populist support to, like, lead a religious revolution in King's Landing that couldn't be ignored, and then he died, and then everybody was like, I like Cersei now. Who? Uh, she's the blonde, um, she's bad, she killed Ned or something. Oh, He Jim, loves her brother. Jamie's girlfriend. Jamie's girlfriend. Uh, Cersei of Tarth. <laughs> I've read the book, so <laughs> I don't think... Just don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I love when Cersei's like... Sorry, I didn't trust you. I don't know how to trust anyone. I don't know how to trust anymore. No chance and no choice. No. Yeah, she blows up the sept and sees Tom and kill himself, and she's like, "Yeah, no chance and no choice." Yep. And the AV Club expert review is like A minus, good adaptation. It, it was. It was when um, she saw all the people in the sept she was going to blow up, and she was like, "It was seven against one, or whatever." <laughs> and Arthur Dane was there. Arthur sort Dane of the morning. There. I saw. I saw you at the at the sept the Baylor. And then Cersei, in his gr- in her grief, pulled down the. The Tower of Joy with her own hands. Mm. It's good. So Beric Dondarrion, um, and the whole time I this is I know I'm I'm being shitty constantly. This is the whole show, but I anytime I saw Beric Dondarrion or Thoris of Mir, I was just thinking how nobody knows who these people are. The, the thing is, like Bear in this episode, I don't know if it happens now because all of the conversations and all the wall stuff, like other than like the very end, just blurs together for me. But he has a bit of dialogue that's, like, the closest thing this has ever been to the books in its entire life. Which is, like, weird. Uh, when, when he's talking about, like, fighting for the living or something. Oh, yeah. Well, first first John's like, hey, John, you don't look much like Ned. You must take after your mother. And then he looks directly at the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, like, know, just... he, like, honks a clown nose and a flower spins around on his... Yeah, and he shoots, he shoots he shoots blood out of the flower on his chest, and he uh-huh. says, Auga, and then, um, and it's a visual medium, different story, but it does bother me that the entire thing is that John looks so much like a Stark, and that's part of why Catelyn doesn't like him, and, um, whatever. Um, so John's like, hey, Beric, I'm a cool atheist, despite being re- resurrected still. And then, yeah, Beric says, I'm not fighting for a fancy throne of swords, I'm fighting for life. Um, but unfortunately, John has been handed the Orb of Confusion in this episode, mm-hmm. and he says, uh, but, uh, but, but we all die, Beric. Even though, remember when he closed the last episode by saying, like, oh, we're fighting together because we're still breathing and we're fighting for life? Yeah. Um, he forgot. Orb he, of Confusion. He, he, he read the script, and it was, like, like out of his mind. Like, on to the next one. Oh, yeah, and then John recites he's from the Night's Watch vows. He says, I'm the shield that guards the realms of men. Um, like, he's like an idiot. He has such a smooth brain. Like, uh, <laughs> like Beric says something like, this is, I don't know what the line is, but he's like, just like, we have to protect those who need it because we can. or some shit like that. And then John's like, I am the shield that guards the realms of men. Like, yeah, buddy, it's a thing you know. Hey, you remembered your vows! He puts a little treat in his mouth, and then, like, John rubs his belly and smiles. John, John loves treats. <laughs> if only they gave um, more of them in the Night's Watch, he might still remember his vows. Yeah. Um, so then the hound sees the mountain that looks like an arrowhead, and he looks directly in the camera and says, Hey, I saw this in the fire. The mountain looks like an arrowhead. Yeah, it's an arrowhead. Sorry, guys. Not Clegane Bowl this season, I guess. Yeah, I'm not going to have him. Hey, do you see a man named Gregor anywhere? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's a cut, then there's a cut to Tyrion Lambister, and he's looking into the flames, so he's probably a red priest, too. Why not? 
Yeah. Um. Are you there? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, you're Why very, not? you're very, you're very quiet. No. Like volume wise. Let me get closer to the, to the microphone. Do, do I need to do another voice, perhaps? Yeah, that sounds way better that, actually to me. And now my skin's all clear. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, that was really loud. Okay, cool. Um, so Daenerys uh, is like looking at the ground or whatever she does when she's not talking. Um, and she says, hey, Tyrion, I like you because you're not a hero. I I don't remember any of this dialogue. Oh, it's really good. Because okay. um, she says, heroes do stupid things and then they die. Just like... Drogo and Jorah and Dario and even oh, Jon oh, yeah. Snow. And, and then isn't, isn't Tyrion like, well, you fucked all of them. Boom. Yeah, Tyrion's like, they all fell in love with you. And Tyrion's like, <laughs> <laughs> she spits out her coffee and she says, me, a John likes me, a girl. But just look at me. And then Danny says, John's too little for me. And then she spits out her coffee again. And she's like, oh, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> I didn't mean his big, enormous, stark dicky. Uh, like yeah. Uh, what else? Um, is this when she flies away in her stupid grandma outfit? I think so. I wrote like a million words of notes because this made me really mad. Um, oh, yeah, there's the thing where um, she's like, heroes compete to do the stupidest brave thing. And then 30 seconds later, um, she reads a new script and says, I know that you're brave, Tyrion. I wouldn't have chosen a coward for her, my hand. So uh, cowardice is good. Bravery is good. They talk about how Aegon Targaryen built the wheel. And they fucking love that metaphor, Eddie. The, the wheel and... Um... The wars to come. That's like the best shit to them. They can't stop talking about it. They love it. It's, um... Yeah, so this is... It's our 100th conversation about how Daenerys should be a dragon and claim her birthright and build a better world and then confetti falls from the ceiling. And, um... This scene, actually, it's the first time where it seems like Peter Dinklage has cared about anything in three seasons. Because he's portrayed as, like, being wrong? Like, he's not 100% right about absolutely everything? I suppose that's like a supplementary reason of why it might be interesting. Yeah, yeah she's like, hey, killing Dick on Tarly was maybe not great. Um, and you kind of lost your temper, bud. Rick on. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny. Oh, that's his good. Name. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Venus is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I straight up can't hear you at this point. Hello? Hey. Hey, that sounds better. Is this good? You can hear my words now? Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, I was just listening to boat drinks in my headphones, so I know that it's, it, it works. it's not it's my good. computer. Okay. All right, let me know if I go back to the second place. Okay. Yeah, it's it's so nice hearing the, the rich fullness again. How long was I gone? Um, it was kind of progressively, just like over the last five minutes, you were kind of like sinking farther and farther away. Okay, well I'm here now, and there's no escape. Yeah, thank God. Mm. Um, Botrix is a pretty good song. Uh, 
Well, I haven't gotten to the end. Does Jimmy say something problematic? <laughs> it's yeah. The part of of Bo drinks when he gets racist is weird. Yeah, <laughs> punching Nazis makes you just as bad. <laughs> Gotta hear it from both sides. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What uh? Where? Who, oh, where, yeah. where are we? Uh, so Danny's talking about how she's gonna break the real the wheel by reinstating a monastic dynasty famous for dragon murder in the way that one does. Um, and Ty- J- J- uh, Tyrion's like, "Hey, we should probably talk succession if you're gonna go, um, go kill the Night's King, whose name I know." Mm-hmm. Um, someone doesn't someone else call him the Night King too? I don't know. Probably like Viserion does. <laughs> Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, and she'll only talk about. Succession once she wears the crown, but this isn't about ambition or birthright. And then we're back beyond the wall again, and there's a big old bear. It's a oh oh before we um before we get to the big old bear, can we big old bear. Want to go to the um Iron Bank Iron, Iron Bank of Brapos. Iron Bank of now we will begin the cash. Okay, uh, patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. Give us the cash money, because we like it, and it's good to us. $1,000 in cash money. 1000 you won 500 wing-wangs, and you can... Give us, give us your golden dragons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Little book humor. Just, just a little, just, just a little bit of book humor there for you. For y'all, you book readers who know what we're talking about. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, a little sample. A little little sample chapter, huh? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, if you give us $5, you can get a special shout-out in an episode, and, and we'll read a message if you want at $10. You get a cool di- name in the Discord, you get a cool color, and you get to be in the live stream. Oh, I'm hoping to schedule the Fire Pro one this month soon. And also, I think a patch either is going out today or has gone out already that lets you put custom MP3s in the game. Mm. So everyone can have their own, uh, like... Intro music and stuff. That's very good. And also like match music. So I, I can't, can't wait. To, I can't wait to give Rudo Cherry One Pentagon Dark's theme song. <laughs> Pentagon Dark. Um, this week's special user is Boom Two for One Luna and Blair. Fear baiting. Of of fear baiting. Uh, of fear baiting. You know the podcast yeah. fear baiting of horror that we were on. The one. It was very funny. Yeah. Any anything anything to say about it? I, I thought you prepared something. I, listen, here's what I do: I bring up pat- patrons, and I go, "Ah, uh, this one," and that's what we got. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Did that's you... usually the method. Okay. Well, we already talked about how they talk about the Babadooks come all the time. Did we? I mean, I just talk a lot. Oh, you don't have to listen to everything. Look, look at me, Eraserhead. It's yeah, disgusting. I wish they would erase the script. Am I right? Am I right? Um, Freddy, um, Freddy Krueger. Hey, yeah. has anybody here watched the number 23? <laughs> I think I actually did see that once. It's on Netflix and I want to watch it. But I so. haven't, I haven't seen it with Kim, so our, like, eternal quest to watch every Jim Carrey movie will never, never be completed mm. because of that. Um... I was actually uh, I was I was talking to Luna and Blair the other day, um, and I was like, "When are you when are y'all gonna cover Scary Movie Five? Um, since they haven't quite finished the pentalogy yet." There's uh, five of them. Yeah, there's that's what we were talking about. Um, because they don't like the the good scary movies, they only like the one with the Disney lady in it. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's really funny when um, the grudge kid comes out of the wall and he falls down the stairs and then he starts doing Gangnam Style. They say that they, say that they can't wait for that. Are you, funny. F- are you fucking with me? 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 I like that, that's like you can't tell like with scary movie because I don't remember a scary movie five. Um, that both um, well it happened and also I'm not lying about them uh liking it also. Oh, okay, makes sense. Thanks. They like the taste. Thanks. <laughs> Give us money. Patreon. Yeah, go check out Fear Baiting. It's a good. It's good. It's a good. I like the it. Let's go. Let's continue. <laughs> you get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what what happened this next? Is a band ordered boat drinks. Um, so then there's a big big old bear. Mm, oh, and, and Gendry, Gendry can see its eyes like 500 miles away in a huge. And Gendry blizzard. knows he he knows that whites turn your eyes blue sometimes. He, he he despite never saying he never saw snow in his life, he can he can pierce through with his night vision and see that uh, a bear is running towards them with blue eyes. So it's scary. Huh, let me let me try this. It's like it's a snow white. And there are seven, um, idiots. Seven idiots, good. I wish Tyrion was there. Um, so, did you know that in addition to these name characters, there's also just, like, a couple scouts from the Night's Watch? Yeah, who just get destroyed immediately. They get obliterated by the bear. And I, I, lo- be, I, do- I would be so mad if I was the guy from the Night's Watch, I didn't get to be in the cool group shot when they leave the wall, and I get killed by a zombie bear immediately. Yeah. Um... I love that this group uses scouts, but Stannis and Jamie and Theon and Yara and everybody else doesn't. Yeah, because those scenes didn't require a scout to die to set, like, the tone of how dangerous it was. If you couldn't right. tell from a giant zombie bear. And it's also good tactics to let your enemy sneak up on you. Yeah, everyone knows. It's Sun Tzu, baby. So, um... So I miss Thoros- Jojo. Hey, I miss JoJo, and since it's Sunday, it's only two weeks until mm-hmm. um, I get to see the fun adventures of Joseph Joestar and Caesar Zeppeli, the two best friends who are with us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fleeting as a bubble. Oh, yeah. So Thoros gets murked briefly, but he's a main character, so he's fine. And then Beric sets the bear on fire. And in this episode, the hound is scared of fire again. Yeah, even though he like loved to look in it and see the future earlier, he this loves time, to he look doesn't... at fire, but he not this time. Which I guess is reasonable because it is a big flaming bear. Um, I uh, almost got really mad at this thing that I thought the show did again. That someone walks up and it sticks the bear with a very tiny dagger and it dies immediately. Uh-huh. And I was like, "What the fuck?" If like first, um, what's his name? Ariota. And, but but then I realized that it was probably an obsidian dagger and like Ario Huta. Nice. Ah, uh, thanks. But yeah, it's probably obsidian, and then just kills it immediately. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I was gonna kind of point that out uh, later on that like f- from the first season, it's established that like fire is what kills whites because like swords don't really uh, do much, and because like John stabs the white that attacks Jorah Mormont and it doesn't do anything. Yes. But, but now there's a, a lot of them, so their um, hammer kills them. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Everyone he knows that. He made it. an obsidian hammer, like Robert did. Yeah, he's honoring his father, who he loved and who he played catch with every day. Mm-hmm. And then, so Thoros is hurt, but then um, Beric like, puts fire inside of him off screen or something, and then he's good? I think he he actually cauterized his wounds with the flaming sword, which is oh, okay. like kind of cool. Oh, that's what Lady Crane did to Arya. Yeah, 
but with teeth. He, he gave Thoros tummy soup. Mm-hmm. So then he's good, and no characters with names died, so it's okay. And then Littlefinger meets with Sansa at Winterfell. Oh, God. Sansa Winterfell. Yep. That's the funny skeleton we all know and love. <laughs> her sister, Paparia. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> nice, <laughs> myself. <laughs> it's a good song. Mm-hmm. So the, um, so now the he's so Littlefinger's like I don't know where Arya got the letter, mm, Littlefinger, and <laughs> what, what letter could you ever be speaking about? <laughs> I think if, like, if you ever say Littlefinger's like, name soon, backwards, he dies. As soon as Littlefinger walks in the room, he's doing the fucking face he's making in like the emoji we have of him in our, oh yeah, in our chat. And he's like, because that's what he does, hasn't then. Um, because in this episode, the people are loyal to John again, despite mm-hmm. wanting a coup last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Littlefinger's like, you could, you could check with the lady Brienne. She could, she's helped her of us, sworn about Stark girls, even f- from Arya. That's what he says. Brienne was one to protect both of the Stark girls. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and yeah, that's it in Winterfell, and nothing happens for the rest of the episode, and then we go back um, to Jorah and Thoros, who are bonding over how much Thoros drank when he stormed Pike, because um, Brian, lore master Brian Cogman read the wiki and told them about that. And uh, Jorah's like, wow, you got really fucked up by that bear. Are you sure you're not going to die in your sleep? And he says, yep. <laughs> Don't worry about it. For sure, dude. For sure. Just give me a drink of that good juice. Yeah, so then um, Tormund and John see a bunch of whites and a white walker just sneaking off to go smoke weed, I guess. Yeah, a one white walker and, like, eight whites are just walking in the middle of nowhere for no reason. Miles away from anybody else. Yep. And they're just, like, you know, on a fucking field trip. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, an old white walker who looks like shit and isn't the Night's King is there. Um... And it just—he doesn't look intimidating in any way. He just looks me. like an old man. Like an he looks old like an old man, man in blue makeup. It's—he yeah. looks like fucking. Uh, what's the big fat liar guy? Uh. Paul Giamatti. He looks like <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> like Amanda Bynes and Frankie Muniz just put funny cool just, guy. Just, just just blew him. That's good. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More, never nude, more like never alive. That's so funny. Thanks. Um, so then they they go to a camp, and then um, all the good guys run over and start attacking. And um, just start, all, like, like, while screaming. Yeah, they uh, scream. Um, and then John cuts the, the old man in half. Cool. He explodes, the Rickard Karstark White Walker. And then, like, seven of them just fall over dead. Of the all whites. of them but one. Yeah, for con- some reason. Con- conveniently, all but one white falls over. Um, and yeah, isn't it just like convenient Wonder Woman movie this summer that if you kill one person, Wonder Woman, then movie, if you kill one person, then all the evil people are killed for a convenient movie reason? I didn't see the convenient movie Wonder Woman, but I'm guessing something like that happens in it. Um, there was a character in Wonder Woman. Oh, it was, uh, Ares, the God of War, Mm -hmm. um, was the villain. And if you, and he's the reason that there's been war on Earth. So if you kill him, then war stops. If you just take off the grayscale, it goes away. If you just take off... Why didn't... St- 
Remember when Shireen had a disfiguring facial scar her entire life and Stannis could have just taken it off for her at any no, time, but he's yeah, evil? Yeah, but no one considered taking it off. Yeah, like that thing that like animal instinct would immediately... It's... Yeah. Nobody... I guess nobody tried to take it off. Yeah, seems like it. I know that's what the Phantom of the Opera is about. It's all about like the lady being like, take it off. And he's like, what? I can't hear you. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the movie, he takes it off and he's beautiful underneath or something. I've never seen it. Yeah. Me so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so the one white screams and then alerts all the others who are away from all of them for uh, dramatically satisfying yeah. reasons. Yeah, the, one, the white gets caught and he's like, <laughs> and like he summons, he summons all the other ones with their with their call. Yeah. So John goes to Gendry and says, "Run back to Eastwatch and get a Raven to Daenerys and tell her what's up." Um. Uh, so Gendry, in the matter of ten minutes, from where, wherever they are now, go. Like this isn't this is not a joke. This is not editorializing. This isn't making some kind of goof or gag or whatever. Gendry runs back the entirety of the distance they traveled to the wall. They send a raven from the wall to Dragonstone, which is... Uh, Across the continent. Across the continent, which is received, and then Daenerys travels with her dragons to the wall in this episode. Yeah, and that's in the time that, like, they are fighting this group of whites and they're surrounded. Well, they, they are... They sleep for, like, a day. Right. Um... So they, so Tormund takes the hand of hammer from Gendry for no reason, um, and the so they. Oh no, they he run says, away he says from "Give me camp. your hammer because I'll, I'll, you'll run faster." Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so please go without any knives or anything. Um, and then they just kind of like carry the one remaining white, who just I guess fine with it. They just like punch him in the head and put him on a cart. Yeah, because because when it's dead, you can make them unconscious, and then. Um, they can't be controlled any, anymore. So they run over this cracking frozen lake and the army of the dead's behind them. And then another unnamed scout that was just with them the whole time dies. Oh, yeah. Because he gets taken and thrown under the ice or whatever. Uh, he gets pulled in. And I guess we're, we are to believe that dead things in the water is just not the case in the show. Well, because um, they go under, but then they, like, climb out and pull. Like, eventually, at the very, but, like, for a whole two days, they're sitting around, like, because they can't jump over this one foot, like, broken ice. But then, yeah. like, when they need to dramatically almost kill Tormund, they climb out of the water scary zombies. Yeah, water is their weakness. Everyone knows this. Um, yeah, they're fire types. They're fire mm-hmm. whites. So, this is also, I do want to just point out that this is definitely 100% confirmation of the Night Lamp theory from the books. Um, which is how Stannis is going to defeat Hostine Frey. Do you really um, think they would give any anything to Stannis? Like... Well, they didn't. They they made John cool character do it. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Sure. Remember how Dance with Dragons is all about how similar Stannis and John are? Who? They're not. John's the main character, and Stannis sucks. Well, uh, yeah, I, I had a whole thing, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I forget I said anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So at this point, Gendry's back at Eastwatch. Um, and then Davos is like, get the maester, and then we're back at the cold circle, and they're surrounded by, um, the army of the dead. Um, and then the, one of the white, the white that they have, and they have a bag over its head, is making noise, so S- Funny Sandor goes and kicks it. Funny then, Sandor do a kick. And then Funny, Funny, Funny Thoros frozen to death. Yeah, oh, th- by the way, Thoros froze to death overnight. The end. Yeah, Thoros froze to death, 
Um, and then Sandor's like, oh man. And then he takes funny Sandor takes <laughs> Thoris's funny wine and drinks it. And then John's like, no. And he takes it away. He's like, we have to, we have to burn him. Hey, check this out. Hey, what about this? What if, uh, Thoros of beer? Ooh. She has alcohol. Hey, what if his best friend was Beeric Dondarian? Hey. There we go. John Dro and he is weed. Oh. Instead, what, what if instead of the hound, he was smoking that lound? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What? What if instead of Gendry? No, Gendry's can't do that. Um, what if who's there? There's Gendry. There's Torment. What if his name was Jora Moreblunts? What if his name was Torment Giants Bong? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm nice. really glad we had four days to come up with these episodes. These funny nicknames. Dude, I've been working hard. Gendry Water. Oh, Waters, because he's from his... Isn't it, like, Gendry Waters is his name? Yeah. It's not Gendry Storm, right? No. So Gendry Waters, Gendry... So who do we... Okay, Thoros of Beer. Beerick Dondarian. Uh-huh. John Dro. John Dro. The Lound. That's all of them. Jorah Morblunts. Jorah Morblunts. That's all of them. Blacksmith, Bullhelm. We don't need to change Drogon. Like, that's already in there. Yeah, like, Weed Gone. It's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I'm not... We're not moving on until I figure out one for Gendry. I'm sorry. Like, there's Bong Water? Bong Tree Waters? <laughs> bong Tree Waters. You got it. All right, cool. Thank Let's you. Move on. All right. Um, if you have a funny weed nickname, name... Read name of the Suicide Squad. Please send it to us. Yeah. So Jorah um, reminds the dipshit audience uh, that if John killed the White Walker and it, it, almost all of them that it controlled died immediately. Um, and then the Night King and his buddies are just kind of chilling. And uh, one of the one of the White Walkers is like, "Hey, Night King, do you want to like uh, throw this giant spear that you have extreme miles away accuracy with um, and kill them?" And he was like, no, wait, just he, wait. He, he said, no, not yet. I'm the Night King. I'm the Night King, and my uh, voice sounds like crackling ice. I'm the Night King, and I shan't throw that spear until the moment is ripe. <laughs> and then he reclines in his triclinium, and then his, <laughs> his friends feed him frozen grapes. Now, let me imbibe on these frozen delicacies. <laughs> I'm I must away to the vomitorium. It's been so long since we had a new character. I'm so happy. Yeah, I love this. Because oh. it, it, it annoys me so much that the dude doesn't talk. <laughs> and he looks like Darth Maul. He looks like fucking evil Bart Simpson Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Why is Paul Giamatti cast as every character? <laughs> Paul Giamatti is back. He's back, baby, and he's a versatile actor. <laughs> It's me, Paul Giamatti, <laughs> in the role of a century. What if Paul Giamatti was Davos? I'm just looking at him, and he looks like Davos.
Hello? Oh, no, not again. You're in the sunken place if you can hear me at all. I can't hear you at all. Let's let's finish this episode. <laughs> yeah, let's get through it. Um, so yeah, Beric explains that um, you win Game of Thrones, the TV show, if you kill the Night King. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beric's like, we're all here because we have a purpose. Uh, so like, cool purpose, Thoros. Good job. Yeah. You, anyway, you tried. Yeah, and Sandor says the c word, and he calls the Lord of Light that, and he's now he's religious, but he hates it. Is this when he throws a rock? No, because we have to go to Sansa, and he meets with Maester Wolken. She has an invitation to King's Landing. Yeah, and she's she's really mean, and she sends Brienne instead. But she says Brienne doesn't want to go, and then Sansa says, "Hey, Jamie's there, and I heard that you treated Jamie Jamie treated you well." And, and so, I'm like, nice. I'll and like I'm like, nice. It's Jamie and who Brienne. loves his sister. Who loves this Jamie? Who loves his sister Lannister? That's what they call him, sister <laughs> King, sister's pussy slayer, mm-hmm. and that's what they call him. And ugh, I wish I had mouthwash out here. Um, so. So yeah, Sansa has guards, and but it's like who knows if Littlefinger's been whispering to them. And just a friendly reminder that at any moment Sansa can just tell everybody that she saw Littlefinger kill Lysa Aaron, and all the Vale Lords who fucking hate Littlefinger will have him killed. Um, but Sansa Winterfell doesn't need to be cared for, and she's like, get the fuck out, Brienne. You're a woman. She didn't fu- read the script yet. No, she can do that. She didn't read the script yet, so we're back on Dragonstone, and the Raven is there, and uh, Daenerys is wearing all white. And um, it's the two a dragons, big granny outfit. It's a big grandma outfit, and it's very jarring. And then Tyrion marches up to the two dragons who are just chilling, and Tyrion says, "Oh, cool, I'll be a dragon rider." And then Daenerys says, "Actually, in the script, we find out that Viserion dies, so I don't need a dragon rider if, in this scene." Um, Though it does kind of suck that the dragon went out to breathe fire once and died immediately. Yeah. You know, claims to be pro-life. Yeah, claims to breathe fire dies immediately. Um, so I do think it's funny that Tyrion is abandoned completely alone on Dragonstone, um, with just, like, Sweet Robin. Yeah, it's good. Who is still, uh, you know, he's in my fantasy draft, and he's he's gonna pay big dividends in this finale. Did you have Sweet Robin? Yeah! I, I had to, let me see who I had to pick up, because I needed to replace Funny Dickon. Funny uh, Dickon. Um, and it, everyone left in there was like, it's just, ugh, the dregs. Like, Ed Muir is not showing up this fucking season. Yeah, Edmure sucks. Oh, Maester Wolken. Nice. Yeah. Maesters be Wolken. Yep. <laughs> Maesters woke like this. <laughs> Though, but I, red priests walk like if, this. If anything, I'm very happy that my Night King pick is pr- finally gonna... I better get at least fucking 200 points for this shit. No, yeah, because you won the fucking gold medal in Javelin. Yeah. Um. So, so then Sandor throws a rock at Funny Skeleton... Um, and he loses his job, and Sandor calls him a dumb cunt, funny C-word. <laughs> and then the rock doesn't break the ice, so that shows the skeleton that can think independently that now it can walk on the ice. Yeah. So, like, three stale skeletons start to walk. And then more skeletons start to walk. Oh, no. And then, um, we'll say that, like, when one of the, one of the cool skeletons walks towards them, um, he uses a, he uses a hammer or something to, like, <clears throat> hit the ice, and then one of the skeletons falls through it, and it's pulling out of it. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was smart. It was smart to do. Kind of, maybe, like, something you shouldn't do in, like, the middle of a frozen lake, but it's cool. You start, it. start making holes in it that Jon Snow would fall in later. 
Fiefs, brave. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess so. They they like these whites are going after explicitly like the trapped white. So this is either oh an I am legend situation where they're just trying to save like the people the the, the hostage that the humans took, or they know about Cersei's deal and they're trying to prevent them from that, that has to be it. that has to be it. Yeah. Because, I mean, they Bran probably sent ravens to everybody, including the Night's King. Mm-hmm. The Night King, excuse me. <laughs> so, um, they're entirely surrounded on all sides. They're completely surrounded. And then Smooth Brain John starts shouting, Fall back! Yeah, so they fall back deeper to be surrounded by zombies. Um, and then Tormund starts to get owned, and it's really great. Um, but also, he's a main character, so he doesn't die. Yeah, they're surrounded by a million zombies on all sides, and no one dies. Anyone yeah. can die game of the events. one person that dies dies because it's chilly. He, he got too cold in the night. Yeah, Army of the Dead. Man, I mean, no I mean to be fair, a bear did eat him, but he but died. Li- he, he died of cold, not of bear bite. There's a difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool purpose, uh, Thoros. And um. So yeah, this is where the zombies start to breach the water, even though they spent two days not doing this. Um, Do you think they the did that on purpose? Him. They had the the priest of fire die of die of ice because God isn't real. Wow! Mark of the week. Mark of the week. So, um, so then their regular swords start rekilling the whites and the way that that works. Um, and then another nice watchman who doesn't have a name gets knocked off of a little ledge so that John can have man pain about it. Uh-huh. And then he, but he's he's an extra, so he gets eaten immediately. And we see like blood exploding. Out he gets of, like, like the horde he gets of like comedically ripped to shreds. Yeah, in the same way that like the whites kill the other guy who was running away from them immediately, but like Thoros gets eaten by a bear, but not really, and then Torment almost gets eaten by a hundred people, but then doesn't. Yeah. Anyone can die. Anyone can die if you're Thoros of Mir. And then we can. T- and then we get that once an episode scene where like sad music plays and John turns things into slow motion and then a main character is sad because hey war is bad war is bad and I don't like to be here but dragons happen and then yeah the whites start breaching the ledge and then there's a dragon showed up it's cool can I huh um there's um another unintentional adaptation of something in A Dance with Dragons that I want to mark here Mm -hmm. um but it's like it's very similar to a dream that John has in A Dance with Dragons, where he's like on top of a wall with a flaming sword, and he's beating down like whites off the top of the wall. Um, complete. It's like exactly like how it was described, but also one million fucking percent an accident. Like not a fucking chance. Yep. So, anyways, big dragon. Big dragon. And big um, the other the other dragon at first is doing like a pretty fucking good job without a dragon rider, huh? Mm-hmm. Like she, like I guess Danny's just kind of like has a walkie-talkie on its back and like says Dracarys and uh, break a breaker one nine. We're gonna need a big old Dracarys down on this field of zombies. We're gonna need a big coming Dracarys. We're gonna need a big coming Dracarys coming down right on these zombies <laughs> right there. Burn all the prisoners. <laughs> uh, so so Daenerys lands right by John and then tries to reach her thirty foot hand down to grab his hand. Yep. From on Dragonback. Uh huh. Um, um and. And then the Night King, for the eighth time this episode, he walks near fire, and then the fire goes out. Been seeing this for four seasons. Is this when, like, his his friend gives him the big spear? He says, cool, big javelin, thanks. Big javelin. Thank you, my friend. I'll be sure to use this to the utmost precision of my abilities. This will be a delightful caprice. (laughs) Oh, 
had the, th the thrill of the hunt. There is nothing like it, is there, my friend? <laughs> it sure gets my adrenaline pumping. I'm getting honey just thinking about it. <laughs> um... So the ice, the nightman takes a big javelin, and the way he throws it is so fucking goofy. It looks real bad, bud. Like, like, it looks like real aims, bad. Like he dabs with one arm and like aims it. But and the thing is, he just does like a uh, like a throw, but it goes a million miles per hour. Yeah, it's like very wouldn't funny it be so much cooler if he just like picked it up and chucked it, and it still worked instead of like tracking his shot with like his arm aimbot? You know, it'd be cool if he had a big gun. It would be cool if the Nightman just took out two Tommy guns and shot the dragon <laughs> at the sky. It'd be cool if he like he pulled out a long balloon and he started making balloon animals and then he turned the balloon animals into a Tommy gun and then he started. <laughs> You'll never get away from me, coppers. <laughs> and then he he turns to the nearest mountain and then he fires his name and bullets into the yeah, wall and, and says, then that's how everybody knows that he's the Night King. It says the Nightman in bullet holes. <laughs> In the side of the wall. That's why it falls down. Yeah! <laughs> and then he says, That's your Uncle Benjamin! <laughs> uh, but, so, Viserion gets owned, and he dies, and he falls into the liquid water beyond the so wall. So, he gets hit by a big, big ice spear, and fire big comes out. Big ice spear. Fire comes out of him. Fire comes out of him, because there's a fire in the belly, fire in the bowel. Mm -hmm. um, and then John gets tackled into the liquid water. And then everybody's sad, but Danny's like, let's go. No, what happens is everyone everyone gets on the dragon except John for some reason, who just, like, goes and fights people. Um, on the inside of the episode, since it's Sunday and I've already watched it and it came out, mm -hmm. I know for a fact that they're going to talk about how earlier in this episode, Daenerys talked about how heroes do stupid things and we see another stupid thing from a very brave man, the main character, Jon Snow. Jon Harris Targaryen, boat sex, and he's... Uh, he's good, and he's stupid, and Ned Stark didn't have honor. Remember how uh, Ragger Targaryen annulled his marriage and made his two legitimate kids bastards and then had another kid and named him after his first kid? Remember how he doomed Elia Martell to, like, a horrible, horrible death? And uh, But it's it's good for John, the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think would win in, like, an archery contest, the Night King or Ramsay? Mm. It... Depends. Okay. Like, what, if, um... If it's, like, a, the Stark heir running in a straight line, then Ramsay might have the advantage. Yeah, but if, is that it's, what you're a, saying? if it's a... But if it's a dragon flying very fast in the sky, then the Nightman is probably pretty good at it. Right. Also, we, we've only seen him using night technology. He hasn't used, like, man technology, so... That's true. There might be... There might be some something in that ice that is different, you know? You never know. Uh-huh. It might be Valyrian ice. <laughs> I like Valyrian nice. Nice. Thanks. Um, so, hey, guess, uh, so yeah, then John just dies, um, because anybody can die. Just kidding, he comes out of the water and he killed all the lights underwater. He comes out of the water in, like, his full drenched furs, and he's just, like, walking. And Longclaw is right there, waiting yeah. for him? Yeah. Um... So the whites are leaving, but then John um, canonically, literally, always makes the exact wrong decision. Mm -hmm. So he just hobbles up, and then he does his special move and gets all the whites' attention by standing and holding his sword up while a million enemies charge at him. Yep, he does that every season, and it's always like, oh, cool. Well, good, this is smart. good strategy. This is smart and not stupid. 
But then, um, then the Night King says, "It's you! It's his uncle Benjamin!" And then he's there, and he has his cool flaming. Uh, so Benjamin shows up out of nowhere. Benjamin shows up on a horse, gets off his horse, puts John on the horse. John says, "My uncle Benjamin." And then Benjamin Coldhand says, "There's no time," and he has John run away on the horse, and Benjamin dies immediately, and that's exactly what happens. Not a joke. That's it. I wish Benjamin would have been like, "Oh, John, by the way, Bran's still alive." He so then runs, John could be like, he "I thought Bran was screen, dead." Puts John on a horse. John says, "Uncle Benjamin," and then he says, "There's no time," and that's it. He just dies immediately. And like it's like he gets tackled, and there's like sad music playing. I don't. I've. I I cannot trust this show that Benjamin's actually fucking dead. Because also he's like undead and he had dragon glass pushed into his like ch- chest or whatever. But like when's he so gonna... if they if they need him in season eight he'll be back. Yeah, but like for what to save someone else? Oh, what if he's what if oh what if the, they kill Benjamin and then the Night King resurrects him? And what if John's forced to fight his own uncle? What if John was forced to fight his own Benjamin Coldhands? And then it's like, whoa, oh my god, Eddie, it's a song of ice and fire. Because John is burnt hands, he has burnt hands from grabbing fire, oh Benjamin is god. cold hands, it's ice and fire hands. I have one word for you. Hit me. Confirmed. Great! Let me just, uh, let me just <laughs> Get toss rid of- this week's work of the week in the fucking garbage. Get that cool. one out of here. Get the fuck out of here! Alright, yeah, it's gone. Um... So yeah, we're back at Eastwatch, and the Hound has carried the white the whole way on the dragon. Um, and then we're up on the wall, and Daenerys is watching Rhaegal be sad, and Jorah is there. Daenerys could have been a lot sadder, if you ask me. To me, it's... I, w- I didn't hate like the whole like shell-shocked tone of it. Yeah, It would be extremely nice if it were contrasting at all, mm-hmm. from the way that she... If it's like usually, oh, like Daenerys is usually like so hopeful and optimistic, and now she's like... The only difference was that she was, like, holding back tears instead of saying, Viserion died. Mm-hmm. She was like, Viserion died. Yeah. Um, so she's sad. She's sad at own dragon. And then the horn sounds, and then a, a horn shows up, and then it's John, and he's tired. He gets there, and they put him in a big bed, and then he holds Danny's hand. a big churro, and then... He, he, they, fuck, fuck, whatever. He holds Daenerys' hand, and he says, I'm sorry, Danny, and she says, no one called me Danny since my brother, and then that's it. Can we They So Davos and whoever the fuck else, um, they're taking care of this man who's like freezing to death, and they just take his shirt off. Oh yeah, they take his shirt off and she sees all his dead wounds. His his big gaping heart wound. Uh-huh. Um, which is cool because like Davos knew that it was supposed to be a secret. He didn't want to put this freezing man in warm clothes. Mm-hmm. Um maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe they just didn't have enough warm clothes. No, I mean, that must, must have been it. Because it's not like we have, like, a leader in the North who, like, values knitting and, like, supplying armies in the North. Yeah, everyone Because knitting is, knitting is weak, and you don't need warm clothes. It's for women. Yeah, that's 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 it. Um, so even b- before, the, before the funny sexual tension, extremely a lot of sexual chemistry scene, we get a scene where Sansa sneaks into a room and sees a knife on a table, and oh she goes into... Oh, my God. She's sne- uh, also last week's War of the Week. Um, Sansa now, is now sneaking into room, so she's yeah. Anyways, confirmed. So, so she goes. She goes into Arya's bag. Oh God! And she finds 
a face mm. and then another face and then Sansa does the thing that a human would do and just continue to like touch this like gross skin flap and then Arya teleports in a surprise Arya's here did you know she's a sneak she's a sneaky but not as sneaky as Littlefinger a faceless man mm-hmm. um and Littlefinger and Sansa's like what the fuck I have thousands of men to protect you to protect me and Arya's like but they're not here now. And then she grabs a knife. And remember when Arya met Ed Sheeran and saw her dog, and she was like, she was like re- re- regaining her humanity. Yeah. Or whatever now she Frank tells her about. sister she wants to murder her and wear her face. Yeah, Arya's like, I want to play the game of faces. Who do you, do you want to be the queen? And then she brags about killing the waif for asking her questions. Mm-hmm. And Sansa's uh, just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. So Arya's like, we both wanted to be other people when we were younger. You always wore those pretty dresses. You wanted to be a queen in pretty dresses. I wanted to be a knight. And then Arya's like, I can choose whoever I want to be now. And then she pulls, puts the knife up to Sansa's throat and says, I could even become you. And, like, even in fucking Game of fucking Thrones, the show where every character, like, their script is based on a roulette... How can somebody watch this and be like, oh, yeah, that's how Ario and Sansa would react? The, the honeypot I've been seeing about this is that they're, they're purposely acting like this to make Littlefinger think they're fighting. But Oh, not, yeah, for sure. But he's not even watching. I mean, I he is if he wants to. He's probably, if they, they could turn around and he's probably, like, right next to, um, like, a torch. And, like, he, yeah, he's just, smirking. like, standing behind a pole with a smile on his face. And then Arya says, but it's not the finale yet. And then she leaves. Yeah. And gives Sansa the knife. Yeah. Um, remember how Arya learned how to read people, um, but then she gets owned by Littlefinger constantly, and she can only tell when people are lying if she explains a particular lying game and the other person voluntarily chooses to answer her question? Yeah, it's good. Cool assassin. She learned all the tricks. Um, so we're on the ocean, and John wakes up, and Daenerys is staring at him, and then his dick blows open like a foghorn, and he says, Auga! <laughs> and then he's like, sorry about your dragon, do you want to fuck? And then da- Daenerys says, not yet. Not yet. It's not the last episode. It's not the last episode yet. And then Danny's like, um, now I know that the Night King's real, because he, he had the Tommy gun, and he said, I'm the Night King! <laughs> and then He said, do you know who I am? I'm the Nightman! <laughs> Uh, and then the other the other White Walkers are like, ah, um, <laughs> get so Daenerys- champion of the sun. What did I tell you about interrupting me, Gerald? Nightman, ah, user of the white men. Well, not white men, uh, but like ooh, white. W i g h t. So, anyways. Um, Danny says that the dragons are the only children she'll ever have. Do you get it, John? And then John's like, nice. Raw dog in my aunt with no condom. Nice. Can't wait. Nice. in that raw dog. Can't wait. Raw dog, raw dog in. So, that that Khaleesi. And then Davos is like, did you mention your dog, John? And then John says, who? <laughs> and yeah, Jon Snow calls her Danny. And then she's like, my idiot brother who I hate called me that. Don't. Bad company to be in. And then John's like, I'll bend the knee when I can get up. And then Danny's like, I'll get it up. And, um, and then, then she just leaves. And the episode ends. Yeah, so let's get some ready. Yeah, nothing. Oh, we, I, the one thing I have to mention is, like, when she leaves, John, or she's like, you need some rest, because, like, they're about to fuck. And then, mm-hmm. like, she pulls her hand away. Mm-hmm. And, um, John, like, goes to start be, to start be sleeping. And he looks like Talia al Ghul dying in The Dark Knight Rises. 
His head just like jerks back into his pillow and he's sleeping. Yeah, yeah he closes his eyes. And then he like opens them a little bit to look to see if she's still, still there and close To see that booty ass. Yeah. Um, so the whites get some big, the, the whites, the zombies, um, they get some big chains, uh-huh. as one just has, um, and they pull Viserion out of the liquid water. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I will, I will say that, like, as much as I would much rather see, like, direwolves and, like, character development and stuff, seeing a dead dragon does, like, suck and moves me a little bit. Yeah. So then what, what happened to the zomb, the zomb, this is, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Hit me. Um, the 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 zombos pull the, the which dragon is it? Viserion. Yeah, Viserion out of the ice water where it's at, and then the nightman walks up and he says, "Delectable specimen," and he <laughs> puts his hand on it, and then nothing happens for a second, and then its eyes open, and, and then he blue. says, "Welcome to Earth, my child." <laughs> and then the Viserion is the, the Night King's son now. Papa. <laughs> so then the the drag the dragon's eye opens and it's blue. And then, um, I, I, in my head, what, what I thought, I was like, fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and then they say, let's go do this to Summer, the night, the, the direwolf that we left in the cave. Uh, like, uh, the, unfortunately, like, an undead ice dragon is, like, fucking cool. Yeah, it's like it's, cool. it's not what I want from this show, but okay, it's still a cool thing that happened. Yeah, it's like if I if I watched this episode, I wouldn't, and I it was the first episode I'd see. Like I wouldn't understand anything because nothing makes sense. But I would be like, cool, nice, baddragon dot com. Ooh, hey, um, hey, check this out. Um, so the blue, like, um, so you're saying that like the the dragon, um, it got blue eyes and like it's undead now. So it's a, it's a blue eyes white dragon. Blue eyes white dragon. Yeah. Thanks. Yu Gi Oh card. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, this is where I'd, I'd ask for Warg of the Week, but it seems like we, we got that already. Yeah, I had a whole thing about how, like, the white that they're carrying is, like, all of the people who have died north of the wall, so it's, like, Ollie, or, like, around the wall, so it's, like, Ollie, and Egret, and Alistair Thorne, um, and that's, like, why, and then, like, Egret's also in there, and that's why they're keeping the white on the boat, because when John sees, um, Egret, um, in the form of something that's famous for eating, he'll realize that Eager's trying to say that he'll move on. He's that mm. she has his blessing to move on, and it. he can eat whatever body parts he wants. And then, um, also the old bear is Jor is Jor Mormont, who's lashing out at Jora for seeing him, and he says the old bear. Um, oh, also Daenerys is wearing all white because she's <laughs> almost all white because Viserion warged into her when he died, but he didn't get all of it because she's. I mean, this one's, this one's plausible. The Benjamin one is confirmed, though. Yeah, the Benjamin one's better. So, yeah, that's... Um, just pull it out of the trash again, and then I'll just throw it back in. There it goes. Um, questions? If you have a question, you can uh, send us an ask on Tumblr, postgameofthrones.tumblr.com, or email us, postgot at gmail.com. Questions about Game of Thrones, questions about anything, funny weed nicknames, anything. If you have a funny weed nickname for a character, please send it to us. Thank you. Uh, first question this week comes in from Targaryen loyalists taking turns at random who asked, which dumb loser statue should most be torn down? I haven't seen the episode yet, but I'm sure it was bad, so my condolences. Baylor the Blessed, how do you, how's that taste? How do you like, how do you like those apples? How do you like those apples? You can get them down. No one likes them because he's God who's fake. Yeah, he is. He's bad. Um, I like the big Bravos, man. The, the Bravos big boy is not coming down. 
Bravo's Big Boy is good. That's that's where I draw the line. Yeah. That's all and, of them. Yeah, and I, don't, I can't think of any good statues in the real world in Meat Space. Yeah, there has been one funny one with like a funny face that I've been seeing around. Like I'd like that one to stay up. It's like, like a the, like a silver the one man. of the funny soccer man. I don't know. It's like a silver man with like a screaming face. Oh know. no, that's not, that sounds pretty funny. Um, Anonymous says, "Bring back Tyrone Lancaster and Salsa Starch." Like the names, like the, or I, like I guess sh- I guess the names. So that and Halo Two Skull. Okay, yeah, that's on our list of things. You know, I thought the one person who ships Tyrion and Sansa has sent this in. Oh yeah, um, enemy of the show trampoline asked a question. Uh, this one says, how do ravens fly so fast? <laughs> how did the whites form a perfect circle around the suicide squad? How did squad? the whites form a perfect circle? But Gendry, who left 30 seconds before <laughs> to manage to sprint to the wall, why is super cool Arya so easily manipulated by Littlefinger, who is honestly very bad at planning tricks that don't look hell of obvious? This sucked the dick right off a dog. <laughs> I think that we should save the dick for the final episode. We'll we'll determine the dick when we yeah. get to it. <laughs> we'll suck that dick when we we'll, get to we'll it. Suck that, we'll suck that dick when we get to it. Um, Friend Rice asked a question. This one says, hey, I'm doing my first reread of A Song of Ice and Fire, and I'm currently like two-thirds of the way through Game of Thrones. Do y'all have any recommendations for how to do a reread? Any accessory resources slash writings I should look into as I go on? Hmm. Do you? Because I just read it like an idiot. Um, I mean, what I do is, uh, I did this especially on my first read, is, like, I'll have the wiki of Ice and Fire up, and I'll have, like, the chapter summaries up. So, like, after, after I read every chapter, sometimes I'll go back and, like, I'll read the summary after to just, like, make sure that I got everything... Um, if I'm, like, not clear, I'm like, who the fuck is Howlis Mullen? It's like, oh, it's the, the fucking Winterfell man. I already forgot. He's, like, he's Harwin's son or something. It does. Bad books. Um, master of Horse. He's the Master of Horse. Um, so, like, I would recommend that, although I would be careful to, like, click on characters and stuff like that. Um, because there are characters who are, like, in disguise and who do... Well, this is, well, this is a reread. Oh, yeah, click on, like, fucking Catelyn Stark and Young Griff and all that shit all you want. <laughs> um, um, but... No, you, you, you good? You good? Yeah. You good. Yeah, I just read it like an idiot, and then if there's something I don't remember, I just look it up. Yeah, I just put funny memes on Twitter, and, like, and it's like, uh, Catelyn Stark be like, and then I have, um, like, the guy who's holding a fart next to a cute girl, except it's, like, Bran and he's comatose. <laughs> A uh, friend of the show, Run the Gems, asked, "What if, what if Sansa puts on Littlefinger's face and has to fight her own ladder of chaos? Really makes you think." Huh? Sure does. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Um, if if the, if our Stark girls can actually overcome Littlefinger, they will. They will. <laughs> um, uh, and then they'll be best friends for thirty seconds. Um, it's honestly fucking plausible. <laughs> That, like, Sansa and Arya would be like, yeah, we're going to kill Littlefinger, and then we're going to take his face. Yeah. And then we're going to go to King's Landing, and we're going to be like, Cersei, I'm back. It's and me, do you remember me? Come give me a big hug, and then Cersei, who loves to hug people, will be like, oh, Peter, I love you so much. Thanks your, for killing... Your sister. Yours, And then, yeah, and then he'll push uh, Cersei through the moon door that's in the Red Keep. Mm-hmm. Um, get, and then Jon Royce ready, will be there. Get ready for this one. You're, you, I, like, I can tell you're gonna like this one. 
All right. Um, Tumblr user Dork Phoenix asked a question. What's the fucking point of Benjamin Coldhands, the ultimate who character? Anyway, you ready for Danny to put her pussy on those sideburns next week? Ah! <laughs> 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 it seems the master has been outplayed. Yeah, there's always yeah every when Littlefinger was warning us to put every series prepare for every possible series of words. <laughs> I should have listened. This one should have come up. Come up. Um, anyway, good, good question. To answer the first part, um, <laughs> he's pretty much just like one of Blood Ravens guys, but D and D are idiots. So, can I hit you with this? John will literally never mention Benjamin to anybody ever. Yeah. He'll never bring it up to anyone. Even when they'll say, like, how did you survive? He'll just say, like, I got on a horse and rode away. Horse. Horse. And then, like, ben- Benjen, who shot bullets into the horse that said Benjen cold hands on it. <laughs> he just won't read it. Uh, anonymous. So the second part of the question... Is good. We like it. It's good. It's good. I mean, hey, we, we've been waiting all season. Real answer, I'm not ready because I'm going to be so fucking mad. And, like... There's, like, there... I don't want to let anyone down, but there's no way he eats a pussy. Can I hit you with... I know that, like, you read some spoilers, but, like, he's gonna do it. I I read The Secret. Okay. And he's gonna... Jon Snow will eat his aunt's pussy on that boat. Okay, I... I, Look, I want him to. I really want it to happen, because, like, I feel like being in the chat when that happens will be like a defining moment of my life yeah so like i really need that to happen but it is important i mean i think the biggest um the biggest uh credible like point from your camp is that if we recall Jon snow does know where to put it he he does know where to put it as we know confirmed but, like, there's no way that... I mean, because we all know that in the Winds of Winter, Jon Snow's gonna eat his aunt's pussy. Um, <laughs> As we all know. So that's definitely, like... Like, when they were when they were meeting with George R. R. Martin, and George was like, well, Stannis is going to burn his Nisa Nisa, and then Hodor is going to hold the door, and then then Danny's gonna put her pussy on those sideburns. <laughs> like, they put those three things together. I really hope George was just, like, completely fucking with them and just said, like, some <laughs> wild shit that will never happen. And then he annulled the marriage. <laughs> can you can you believe it? Yeah. Um, God, I hope so. <laughs> Love you, George. <laughs> Love you, George. Um, this anonymous. Oof. So Tormund asked the Hound if he likes gingers. Hashtag Sansan confirmed. What's that? I would rather read about sideburn pussies my whole life. I would rather than ever read about read. sideburn pussies. Um, not, no. <laughs> uh, last question. Tumblr user Winter's House asked, what if Jon Snow was stabbed in the lungs and he could smoke wheat through his knife wussy? So this has been Post Game of Thrones. This is, thank you for listening to Post Game of Thrones. Postgameofthrones.tumblr.com postgot at gmail.com Do you think that um, since Jon has been resurrected, do you think he can like resurrect his dick after he comes and then just like keep going? Ah. That, the, the, the maesters wrote, wrote something about it down. <laughs> Sam will find it. That'll Sam, I found John. I found this one secret trick that Maesters hate. It'll be they'll be like riding. It's gonna be a scene of them riding back on the cart next uh, next scene, and Gilly's like, "Sam, can you believe that when when a zombie fucks his Calusi, his libido is endless?" 
You're getting fucked for hours like an animal. <laughs> like while she's like breastfeeding her 20-year-old son. Her <laughs> 20-year-old. Her son is as old as Dickon. <laughs> Dickon! <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny. Uh, leave, us, leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you. Yeah, Daenerys is about to get her dick on. She is. Post Game of Thrones slash Patreon. Patreon.com slash Post Game of Thrones or the other way around. I don't know. I can't wait for next week's episode to be called Danny Puts Her Pussy on Those Sideburns. Good <laughs> to go. Good to go, Garfield Lasagna. Teens. Um, Happy shitting. Put your pussy on the sideburns. Have a good one. Happy shitting. Thank you. Yada yada, yada boys. Back soon. <laughs> Please. Please. Come back. <laughs>